All right, welcome to another episode of Diet Debates. Uh, today, it also is just only me, one half of your host, Nathan. And, you know, like I said in the last episode, because it's not really a lot of big news going on. I mean, the MLB, you know, the season's closing up, and I think it's really interesting to see the playoff race, especially some teams that I had pretty high expectations for, like the Padres, just them just absolutely breaking down these last few weeks. And I think... Honestly, I don't really think they're going to make the playoffs. I think St. Louis Cardinals, they've been on, at the time of this recording, I think like a 13 or 14 win streak right now. So, you know, it's, I think it's, in, I think it, it is inarguable. St. Louis Cardinals, hottest team in the MLB right now. Really excited to see what, you know, if they can continue this streak going into the playoffs. But uh, today, not really here to talk about MLB because our MLB specialist is our other half, Steven. So, um. Today, uh, I'm going to talk about something that we usually don't cover, which is football. So I think a big topic with football is especially fantasy. Like I talked about last uh, last week, you know, uh, whenever a player does good, I think one of the first thing people mention is, oh, you got so much points for me on fantasy. Or it's like, oh, I played against him in fantasy and, and he screwed me over, you know, stuff like that. So I think even though, you know, besides like maybe consequences or prizes we have, you know, that's which is different for what type of league uh, we're playing in, whether it's with our friends or family. Uh, you know, fantasy league or fantasy football doesn't really have a big impact on our lives, you know, if we're being honest, but still something that people really enjoy. So today I'm going to be talking about my team specifically, and I feel like this might be able to help some of our viewers who are playing fantasy football because, you know, my team was actually auto-drafted because I slept through my draft. So I think hopefully the CPU picked some of the common players that a lot of other fantasy footballers have around the world or around the U.S. if we're being realistic. So uh, first up, oh yeah, by the way, I'm just going to kind of do like a start or bench type of thing. So I'm going to just go down the list. Uh, I think Christian McCaffrey, I think was probably like, I'd say over 80%, the number one pick in our fantasy draft and just got an he's got he just got an updated injury report you know after only getting 31 rushing yards and nine receiving yards because he had to leave in the second quarter with a hamstring strain yeah he's going to be out for the next few weeks so my condolences to myself and whoever had christian mccaffrey this week in fantasy uh it's really sad to see this guy go down especially because he's such a special player but yeah definitely i think it's it's a no-brainer i mean you're forced to so yeah, Christian McCaffrey, that's a bench for next week. Uh, Jalen Hurts, a quarterback. I think Jalen Hurts, uh, compared to the first game of the season, I don't. I think he, you could sort of say that he didn't do as well in the second game, but still, I think Jalen Hurts is obvious, is very capable QB1 and QB2 for a lot of fantasy footballers. So, yeah, definitely Jalen Hurts, I would definitely start him. Uh, the next player I have, or I mean, best player I have, in my opinion, is Tyler Lockett. He is, I think, well, he's not underrated now because finally people are like recognizing him. But Tyler Lockett has been an absolute beast for the past few weeks. If if you bench him, um, you probably forgot to check on your fantasy team in a few weeks, or there's 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 something not right because Tyler Lockett. That's an absolute hundred percent start. This guy's gonna get like guaranteed over twenty points especially against the Minnesota defense because I think they don't rank way too high. Yeah, Vikings give up the third most fantasy points to wide receivers. So 
hopefully, you know, Russell, Russell Wilson plays like he usually does, and Tyler Lockett just cooks the Minnesota defense and pleases some of the fantasy owners out there. Uh, next, we have Rob Gronkowski. I think Rob Gronkowski, I think last year, people, you know, considering that he was uh, retired for the last year, a lot of people weren't really trusting him to put him in that tight end one, and a lot of people would have him at, his, uh, at their bench, or that was my experience, especially with a lot of my friends. But uh, definitely, I would start Rob Gronkowski, unless your other tight end is like, uh, maybe like Darren Waller, TJ Hawkinson, you know, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle. And unless it's one of those superstar tight ends, I would definitely start Rob Gronkowski because, you know, even at 31, 32 years old that he is right now, he's, he's still proven that he's very capable of playing, you know, not only those two tutties that he had in the Super Bowl, but also these last uh, two weeks right now, the last two games has been very solid. He's always going to be Brady's safe option as long as he plays. So Bob Gronkowski, I think you can definitely count on him to get a few points for you. Uh, next, uh, Antonio Gibson. And the reason I want to talk about him is because, oh, by the way, Antonio Gibson is uh, running back for the Washington football team. And I honestly gave him a chance for the last two weeks. Uh, but, you know, he, he hasn't really brought much, I guess, impact to this team or impact to my team. So I think, and considering that he's kind of going through a shoulder, inju- shoulder injury, but he is good to go, I would say... You know, I would recommend that if you wanted to give Antonio Gibson one more chance as a starter. But I think if he doesn't prove himself, you know, this week, I would say it's better to have him on the bench. And, you know, maybe you can really trade for him. So for someone like for a solid uh, running back or wide receiver that you might need. And uh, next, the next player I have is Ezekiel Elliott. Honestly, Ah, uh, man, this, this is a tough one because I think a lot of people just kind of lost their faith in uh, Zeke in week one, uh, especially when he had like six points or 5.9 points in my league for um, during week one against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And honestly, you know, I was I put him on the bench for like half of the week. And then I was like right before the game, I was like, you know, this is Ezekiel Elliott, like. This guy, you know, he's not some bum that I should have sitting around in my bench. You know, he's one of the undroppable players in NFL fantasy for a reason. So I put him in the starting lineup, and he was able to get a solid 17 points on 71 rushing yards, a TD, and 26 receiving yards. So obviously nowhere near the impact that he had in his first few seasons, but I think we also have to take, uh, take into account that the Cowboys' O-line is not that good. You know, the Cowboys in general, it's kind of like a hit or miss team and I think especially with Dak Prescott being back and you know guys like Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb going off for the past few weeks I feel like this game uh the Cowboys are I would lean them more to a pass heavy offense so it's obvious that uh Zeke's play style you know where you just feed him the ball and let him eat that's not really something that's um gonna be like the heavy focus of the Cowboys so if you're in a league like mine where you know you might you have like two running backs and you also have like a wide receiver slash running back, like three positions. Like if you have three spots where you can put an RB in, definitely put Ezekiel Elliott in. But if I had to recommend, I wouldn't have him as my uh, RB one. I would have, I would prefer to have someone like Alvin Kamara, like I said, CMC and one healthy Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, you know, I would rather have those guys because that's a much safer bet. 
uh, than Ezekiel Elliott. So Ezekiel Elliott, if you're playing in a league where there's multiple positions where you can put in a, in a running back, then definitely start him. All right, the next player that I want to go over is Derek Carr. Uh, well, in my league also, we have two QB positions. Uh, so, you know, Derek Carr, I think, even though I have him, I have him as my uh, QB too because of Jalen Hurts, I definitely think that uh, Derek Carr, you know, he was listed as questionable a few days ago, but now he's fully healthy, he's fully active. And, you know, his last two games have been solid so far, or not even solid, it's, it's been really good so far. You know, 435 yards and two, two TDs in his first game, 282 yards and two TDs in his uh, last game. And I think even though he is going against the Miami defense, I wouldn't expect him to have like a complete meltdown. So, like I said, if you're in a league with at least two QB positions and you have their corner team, I'll definitely recommend you for uh, to start And the other player that we have is I'm trying to go down the list and look for some players that I think a lot of fantasy owners will have. Uh, Austin Eckler, you know. Uh, oh yeah, I think the my auto draft. I think what they did was they basically overstacked on running backs because I saw the recap and they took only running backs for the first eight rounds. And what sucked is that those three of those running backs. Like, one of them was an absolute bump no one heard about, and two of them had a season-ending injury. Uh, one of them was J.K. Dobbins. I can't remember who the other one was because I released him too early, but, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's actually a strategy. Uh, it's, it's, like, a quick information for our viewers uh, where you overstack on running backs. And you might be wondering, like, oh, if you overstack on running backs for, like, the first eight rounds, what about QB? What about wide receiver? And what about tight ends? Like, what about defense? Blah, 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 blah. Like I'm not gonna be I'm I'm gonna be stuck with like mediocre to like not so good like NFL players at my other positions. But what what you also have to remember is that if you only take running backs for your first eight rounds, that means you're gonna be pretty stacked and have pretty big name and like I guess coveted uh, running backs. So that gives you a lot of like trade value. So even if your other players aren't that good, you could use those overstacked running. You could use that uh abundant. Uh, number of running backs that you have so you can keep like the superstars that you would want on your team and then the rest of like the other good players that you drafted you know you could use them to like trade for other good qbs that you know other fantasy owners might have drafted so yeah that's one of the strategies but uh, i was getting off track uh austin eckler honestly uh i think he was projected to be like fourth or fifth pick by fantasy like in the mock draft uh, before the season started but honestly I think he's been pretty underwhelming considering the hype uh, I mean he did have a 22.5 game in my league last week so obviously very thankful for him he also had around 12 points in week one with 57 yards and a rushing touchdown so it's not like he's completely like you know crap his pants and like is not even living up like to half of the expectation but I feel like Especially him being like the definite RB1 and then, you know, Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, this Chargers team being very underrated and actually a very good team. Uh, I expected Austin Eckler to, for this to be kind of his breakout season, uh, like a lot of fans did, but I'm not sure if he's proved this to be an absolute breakout season yet, but uh, I think this is kind of like, 
it's kind of a hard decision because honestly, uh, part of me does want to bench him because uh, I don't really trust him that much. But at the same time, I don't have any other better, better options. So I think that's probably something a lot of fantasy owners are facing. So if you don't have any better options than Austin Eckler, then you, know, you got to start it. Uh, let's see. Uh, another player is Jamar Chase. Uh, so Jamar Chase, I think preseason, a lot of people were clowning on him because he had a lot of drops. You know, people were saying that he couldn't even catch COVID if he wanted to. But week one, you know, uh, I think he had like seven targets and like four catches for, for yeah, one touchdown. He had 101 yards, had 26.9 points. And because I let, you know, my friends and the Instagram comments get to me. I literally benched him because I thought he was going to get so much drops and Joe Burrow wouldn't trust uh, trust him and not really throw the ball to him that much. And instead, he had a 100-yard game and a TD in his first NFL debut. And then, yeah, I missed out on 26.9 points. And week two, I learned my lesson. Uh, I put him in, and he also had another solid game, 54 yards with one touchdown with for 13.4 points. So... Uh, you know, he's got he's got a touchdown in every single game he's played so far, even though it's only been two games. But uh, I think that, you know, with T. Higgins, honestly, probably being the WR1 that Joe Burrow trusts the most, I feel like Jamar Chase, they still have that LSU connection. So, uh, yeah, I would say Jamar Chase would be a, a good option for starting uh, in your fantasy game this week. And, uh, oof. Oh, other than that, I mean, I think defense, like, I don't really think unless it comes down to, like, uh, the bye week that the Rams have, which which is my defense, I don't really have a, de- a defense on my roster yet because I'm still holding on to some of my bench players like Ronald Jones, Antonio Gibson, Jamal Williams, Corey Davis, Jerry Judy, Kyle Pitts, John Smith, and I'm just keeping on to these guys because obviously bye weeks come around, and these guys are, I would say, they aren't complete bumps, you know, they're, they're solid players. And, uh, you know, Jamal Williams, uh, he had like 25 points and the fact that he wasn't even RB one and week one was pretty impressive. So it's like, it's these small hopes that made me hold on to some of these players and, you know, Jerry Judy, you know, on the injury reserve, but yeah, it's four to six weeks. So still have hope that he'll be able to make a late comeback and then get some points for my team. So, yeah, uh, that's really all I have for the start or bench section of this episode. And after that, I want to talk about the Panthers because I don't really have any special connections to Panthers, by the way. I wasn't, I wasn't born in like any of the Carolinas. I never lived in Charlotte or anywhere near the East Coast, if you're being honest. So, yeah. I don't have any special connection to the Panthers yet. I just started rooting for them because back in 2015, when I first started uh, watching football, the Panthers were the best team. You know, they went 15 and one all the way to Super Bowl with led by like vintage Cam Newton, who's now just a free agent. So it was a different time back then. You know, Kelvin Benjamin wasn't wasn't a fatty who was one biscuit away from being a tight end. You know, we still had Luke Quigley. You know, we had guys like Greg Olson, Ted Ginn. You know, guys that weren't considered big name were playing like big name uh, players. So, yeah, that was a good time. But 
you know, now the Panthers kind of fallen off pretty bad in just a matter of few years. Uh, but I think this season, a lot of Panthers fans are seeing hope. We started off 3-0, and Sam Darnold has been amazing so far, you know? I think it really showed that uh, he actually wasn't the problem. It was just Adam Gase's system and the Jets being the Jets that kind of held him back. But, uh, yeah, just, you know, he had 304 yards his last game and two rushing touchdowns, you know, arguably his best game of the season. And, yeah, he led the Panthers to a 3-0 record. But the sad news is that, you know, like I mentioned before, Christian McCaffrey, you know, he's going to be out with a hamstring strain for, I believe it said a few weeks. So I'm hoping at max it will be like three or four games that he misses. Because, you know, not only as a fantasy owner, but also as, like, just a Panthers fan, you never want to see, like, your superstar go down. And the next was J.C. Horn, who was our sixth pick. You know, we used our first pick on him, and he had a great game. You know, in, in just the second NFL game, he got his first uh, career interception. And then I remember I almost, like, I almost got a heart attack because – I was watching the game live and then JC Horn just fell on a non-contact injury. So I was so scared that it would be an Achilles. And I look on Bleach Report and it says says a broken foot. So either way, you know, it's obviously not as bad as an Achilles because Achilles kind of messes up your game forever. It messes with your like your lateral movement, your lateral quickness, and everything that a corner uh or like a secondary like him would need. So it's it's fortunate that you know he didn't get like something serious like an ACL, MCL, or an Achilles tear. But at the same time, now the fact that he has a broken foot and likely he's going to be out for the season, if we're being honest. But you know there is hope that he might, if we make the playoffs, he might be able to come back or maybe in like week 16, 17, really late into the season, if he rehabs really quickly, he might be able to come back. But honestly, he's still a rookie. I think he showed tremendous talent. So. Uh, you know, if we if we do make the playoffs, I'd love to see him in our uh in, in the playoff game because he's a huge part of our defense. But it's other than that, if we somehow just completely fall off and then you know we're we're back to like our usual like six and eleven form, then I'd say let him rest for the year, have him rebound and come back stronger next year. And uh with that, I want to get to DJ Moore or basically our two main wide receivers. DJ Moore has been an absolute beast. He literally looks like Kylian Mbappe. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Kylian Mbappe is French football player playing in PSG. PSG, like Paris State German, that's the team Messi just went to. So yeah, DJ Moore, who looks like Kylian Mbappe, is literally torching the NFL right now. I think he's, I think like him and Cooper Cup, they're they're the most underrated wide receivers in the league. I mean, he's been really slept on and. He's been our best wide receiver for the past few years now. So DJ Moore, I hope he keeps up the pace and you know hopefully gets to like a Pro Bowl because you know this guy is unreal. Like he's literally when there's two people uh, on him, like Darnold still throws him because he trusts him that much. DJ Moore is he has great hands and he's just a special guy. So yeah, DJ Moore just it's just a DJ Moore appreciation talk. And then after I want to talk about. Robbie Anderson, who I had in my fantasy team last year, but not this year. And I think one of my friends was like, oh, yeah, Robbie Anderson. I got him in, like, the like the 13th or 14th round. Like, he's such a steal. Like, look at him last year. He had a 1,000-yard season. And right now, for the past three games, he has a combined total of five catches for one touchdown. And, yeah, it's it's really 
it's really surprising for me because considering that Sam Darnold was on the Jets and Robbie Anderson uh, up till la- before last year, he was also on the Jets. Uh, they played together, you know, they threw touchdown passes together. So I expected them to have a lot of chemistry. So I was actually expecting Robbie Anderson and like DJ Moore to be like evenly distributed the workload, but that's obviously not the case. Uh, I think Robbie Anderson, you know, part of it does have to do with DJ Moore being so good that Darnold is more like more, what, what should I say? More likely to look Moore's way rather than Robbie's. And, and also the fact that Robbie is, you know, he, he has great speed. So he's, he's more of a deep ball threat. Like uh, maybe, you know, especially with CMC uh, being in the last few games, you know, the play style doesn't really fit him that well. And obviously they got to change the quarterbacks from Teddy Bridgewater to Sam Darnold. So honestly, I haven't really looked at the, looked at the game in depth to see, you know, why Robbie Anderson isn't getting as much targets or why he's not getting as much catches. So, yeah, that, that that's something I, I should look further into because Robbie Anderson, you know, he's you know, he's he, he's he's a good receiver and it's not that nice to see him, you know. So I guess not really used that much. He's not being used very well. So I feel like Robbie Anderson, especially with CMC being out now, maybe you'll uh see a few more workload uh next game. But yeah, that's that's basically it for the Panthers section. Yeah, DJ Moore is insane. Robbie Anderson is, it's not that he's not playing well, but it's just that he's not getting the ball that much. And um, yeah, prayers to JC Horn and Christian McCaffrey. I hope they have a speedy recovery. And yeah, with that, I think that pretty much concludes our episode for today. Uh, again, our Instagram is dyad underscore debate. Uh, yes, there's really no followers right now except for me and Steven. So yeah, feel free to just DM us or uh, you, you don't even need to follow us. That's, that's, that's asking for too much. Just shoot us a DM, you know, if you have the time and just let us know how you feel about the last few episodes because I really want some feedback. You know, I'm trying to make this podcast better every single, 10 things of ways to make this podcast better every week. You know, Stephen and I, you know, we're all we're always discussing possible topics we might want to talk about. And, you know, even though our podcast may not be as good as others, you know, we actually do put a significant amount of time about topics you want to do because we don't really want to just go on like, you know, generic like, oh, look at look at uh, look at this game. Uh, this guy had like two hits and a home run. So, yeah, this guy's good. You know, we don't want to have like generic episodes like that. We want to bring in actual like big news and have like meaningful discussions about them because we feel that that would be more entertaining uh so that would really be it yeah uh that's it thank you for tuning into another episode and hopefully we will see you next time uh whenever the next episode is released thank you